Well, hello, and welcome to episode 325 of the Extra Features Movie Review Podcast. This is, like it says in the title, a movie review podcast. And just a warning, we will be spoiling these movies. So if you're interested in seeing one of the movies we're going to discuss, maybe skip ahead a little bit uh, to avoid any spoilers we may give. And there are some spoilers to come. I Uh-oh. am Doug, and I am joined by Simon, the wonderful founder of Extra Features. Listen, I had nothing else to do that day, so this was just something to kill some time for a few months, and 15 <laughs> years later, I still keep going. I don't know why. <laughs> it's because you love movies. So, I have a problem. I'm okay. upset with my American compadres. About? Football. You have three games on a Thursday. Do they know it's only a Thursday in Canada? Stop yeah, Thanksgiving. But... It's a Thursday. I okay, have to work. But but football is an American sport. There are no Canadian teams in football. Uh, in American football, no. There are no yes. Canadian teams. Even though we have Canadian football. Yes. But in the <laughs> NFL... I'll just yeah, I still have minute. my I still have my cough. It does not seem to want to ever leave me. Um Yeah, I get Thursday football all day, three games. Mm-hmm. Then we get to Friday. I'm all excited, it's Friday. You put my favorite team on Friday at like three o'clock. I have to go to work on Fridays. <laughs> I had to go to an ice hockey arena and watch a hockey well, I sure hockey game. This is not fair to me. So I missed four football games. Well, on behalf of the NFL, I I apologize. I I, I don't know what they're thinking. That's my problem. What are Americans thinking? I'm not American. I don't know what's going on. Well, like I said, it's it's the National Football League, and America thinks the only nation that's worth anything is America. So, you know, go USA. Uh, I have good news. So I did watch one of my dollar store DVDs called Underdog. I think it was out. Wasn't bad. Okay. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. It was like, oh, this is watchable. Okay. That's very linear storyline. It didn't, it had boxing on the front, but that was UFC. It wasn't boxing. I was so upset. Okay. The UFC fight stunk. But they tried. It was very basic, but for a dollar, I'm not complaining. Okay. Like, if I went to a movie theater and paid $14, I'd be pissed. That's why it was... the cost in the States, but I think they're 14 here. Yeah, it's about, I'd say $12 for an evening show. And it also depends on where you go. Some, some cities are more expensive than others. I think if I went into downtown, movie tickets were over twenty dollars. Oh yeah, I, I think I think that's the case in New York. Like if you go into Manhattan, but you do go to Manhattan to see movies. Not a lot, occasionally, but uh, but yeah, it's it's more expensive. So now there's something we've discussed before, but I don't think we have. What is your choice? I mean, I know there's AMC. We don't have AMC anymore. They left Canada. Mm-hmm. 
So do you have Regal and AMC and that it? Those, those are the big ones, yeah. Uh, there's also independent theaters around. Like, they're not connected to anything. They just show, you know, whatever they can get. Sometimes it's like older movies. Sometimes it's like A24's latest. Uh, so, yeah, there's independent theaters. But the one down the block for me is an AMC and... That's where I go 90% of the time. Well, it's convenient, too. I mean, do they have yeah. 15 theaters in the AMC? Uh, yes, this one's uh, uh, 13. Thir- yeah, AMC 13. Mine is not down the street. Um, it's kind of weird. I have an old crappy theater that's one of the big chains north of me. Okay. And I hate the seats, so I refuse to go there. Like, very rarely will I go into that theater unless my kids want to go. And maybe it's I'm off at Christmas week and it's the only place showing the movie I will go. Mm-hmm. But I do have the old AMC, which is now, we call them Landmark, but it's probably just a Canadian. I don't but think they have even... Landmark in Oh, in so they're an American company. Yeah, the AMC, Landmark, I think they're equivalents. Okay, like well, AMC we have a landmark, landmark or something. And they ripped out all the seats and put in nice recliners, so I do go there sometimes. <laughs> but I've never heard alcohol. Yeah, that's movie. the theater I down the block will. from me. Okay, well, there we go. And that's about it. I have nothing else to say. I'm pitching about American football. I'm working. Just so our folks listening to this for reference, starting tomorrow, I have to work Thursday night, Friday night, and a triple shift Saturday. I will see the latest Cirque du Soleil time five times by then. Wow. Okay. And, and recently I've seen the Glorious Suns live. Excellent. I've seen Tool live. Excellent. I saw Bare Naked Ladies. Not for me, but fine. I had a good time, but just not my kind of thing. And then that's it for a while. And then any other concerts I'll see, I'll bring up later as I see them. But that's what I've seen lately. Okay. Oh, I lay. I saw some crazy Greek concert. Like, oh, guy okay. didn't get on stage till 10 o'clock, didn't leave maybe 10 30, 10, 10 30. Did not leave okay. my job till 1 30 in the morning. Wow. Okay. It was insane. But, okay, <laughs> enough. What have you been up enough. to? Nothing. Your kids have not left much. the house again. Oh, one kid's left the house. Yeah, one kid's, you know, at college. The other one's uh, still in high school. So, but he goes to he goes out to like friends' houses and stuff. Uh, yeah, not staying out with dad. See you later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been quiet here, so not nothing much to report on my end. Except we have started filming the Hainer Family Christmas Special Three. I'm the biggest fan. I know I am. Besides <laughs> family members, I probably watched the most. We we have we have a couple scenes left to film. But I'm Owen available. Hoping- you need me. I'm available. <laughs> Owen is hoping to have it done by Christmas, if awesome. not definitely the week between Christmas and New Year's. So. Sweet. I will watch it. You know that. Yes. All right. So shall we jump into some movies? I, I guess so. You, that's what we're here for. I guess so. I, we could start spoiling some stuff for people. Sure. Uh, like Christmas is coming. It's free presents. Exactly. Our, our first movie will be the MCU's latest uh, film. It is The Marvels. Oh, yeah. I did watch direct, this, didn't I? Directed by Nia DaCosta, starring Brie Larson, Iman Vellani, Tahona Paris, 
Samuel Jackson and Zawe Ashton. I think that's and the bad person. Would you person, like to go it? first? Yeah. Yes. I, I, you she, know what? I watched this. The, I think I watched it the day it came. I can't remember. Who cares? I don't get this. And I don't know why this is a movie or this was ever supposed to be here. I tried hard to like this. I want this stated. I tried really hard to get into this. <laughs> I have no interest. Absolutely felt it was like watching a Disney television series. I found it very bland. I was like, they would go with them. Everything they do, I'm like, I don't find this interesting. This villain puts me to sleep. This okay. stupid jumping dimension place time. I don't know what it was. Dumb. I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to let this go. Then they played BC Boy Sabotage. Done. That was the end for me. They could have ended the movie right there, and I would have gone on going, I hate this movie. I, I just, The problem is, I don't find Brie Larson has any charisma. She just stands her, spews okay. lines, and goes, mm, okay, I'm up to Marvel, look at me go. Monica Rambeau has nothing to do. Camille, I like Camille. She's the one I enjoy the most. At least I find her fun. I think she's having a good time here. I did enjoy the cats. The cats made me laugh so hard. The cats are the only part of the movie I do like. Okay. I'm kind of over the Samuel L. Jackson. I'm just like, I don't find him interesting. I thought Camille's parents were excellent. I always, Again, Camille is the only person I enjoyed this film. Anything Kamala. to do with her? Come on, sorry, Kamal. I think Camille. Kamal, I quite like. I don't know what else to say about this other than I found it dull. I wish okay. this villain had something to do other than look like something they picked up for a one issue Marvel thing. They beat her ass and they moved on. Like, would this be two issues of a comic? Probably. Like, it's just awful, boring. I need more duck. I need okay. interesting dialogue. I need a director that looks like they care about these characters. Okay. I, I found they gave them no depth. I'm just bored. I do love the end credits. I thought were phenomenal. But I think that was more as a bonzo booyah enjoy. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to add anything to anything. I don't think. I, I mean, that was my thing. I was bored. I'm upset how bored I was. Like, I'm not as bored as Thor 2, but I'm pretty close. Strong words. Okay. Yeah, um, they're very strong because I'm trying to be nice, <laughs> not trashing completely. Go ahead. See, I, I actually enjoyed myself with this movie. I how? had fun. Uh, I think. How? How? I like telling you like Marcel Michelle. It's the same <laughs> argument. I think this is the most fun Samuel Jackson had in these movies. Well, I had more fun here than Secret Invasion. Biggest laugh I had. The biggest laugh I had was when uh, they're falling from the sky and something lands in front of Kamala's house and Sam ja or Nick Fury goes, oh, it's okay, it's just Carol. Because they had switched and Carol slammed into the ground. And I thought that was hysterical. I think Sam Jackson was having a lot of fun here. Uh, like you said, the Flarkins, the cats. I thought oh, that was fabulous. clever. Absolutely fabulous. I like Brie Larson. I, I think she's. I think she's a really good actress. I think she's fine here. 
I think this movie was definitely much better directed than the first Captain Marvel. So I like Captain, that one better. See, I, I don't I, think it was a good movie. I, I was not a big fan of the first Captain Marvel. This one I liked. It felt like a comic because it went it, it went so. different places. It went. It was on Earth. It was on what Titan? I think the name of the planet was. It, it went to that one planet where they only sing. I, oh. Oh. I thought I thought it was fun. It was colorful. I'm not saying it was a great movie, but I'm saying it was a hell of a lot better than Quantum Mania. Oh, mm. <laughs> I hate it. I gave them both the same score, so I, I you're right. You know, I, I I'll give you that. I think this is better than Quantum Mania, but I can't say yeah, I like I, Quantum Mania either, though. Oh, I hated Quantum Mania. I, 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 I'd rather have a proctology exam than sit through Quantum Mania again. Uh, well, that could be one, arranged. Thanks. No, this one was. I, I'm covered. not saying it. I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying it. It. I'd give it a two and a half out of five. But oh, see, I wouldn't pass not, it to be a two for me. Well, here's my argument. So you okay. like Brie Larson, but my argument, other than the room. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've enjoyed Brie Larson. I don't even know if I enjoyed Brie Larson in The Room. I just like that movie, The Room. I think it was well shot, well paced, well written, and interesting. I, I think short term 12. I think she's amazing. Which I did not like at all. The whole cast in that movie is. I, I liked her in Scott Pilgrim. She has a small role, but she, does. she was good in Scott Pilgrim. But I would argue Scott I Pilgrim just, is a great I like ensemble. Brie Larson. Fair enough. There's nothing wrong. I'm not saying she's ugly. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying I find her attitude when I try to meet her in person is the same attitude I get on the screen. I find her very cold in I, interviews. I, I don't agree. <laughs> I'm not going to say you're going to agree. I'm just stating how I feel. Is that okay? That okay. is fine. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad. I mean, I think Robert De Niro is horrible at interviews. I think De Niro just. I was going to say, I think Robert crap. De Niro is horrible at interviews, but I think I agree. De Niro. I think De Niro's the best actor. I don't think De Niro cares about interviews. I think right, it's just so why am I here? I have to do this. We're not done. Can I finish? We're not done. Okay. No, I'm not done. I'm still have more to sure. talk about. Thank you. Did you want to jump and avoid me? Are no, you done? I, just, I have I have to wake up early in the morning. Yes, I, I am done talking about the Marvels. I, I enjoyed done. it more than you did. What did you think of the end credits? You didn't say anything. Okay, spoiler alert. I don't give two shits about the X-Men. It, Fair enough. I, I don't care. Okay. I don't care. I don't care about Kelsey Grammer. I don't. It was fine. It was whatever. I, I didn't. I, I I was more interested in the scene before the end credits, where Kamala was going to start to recruit the Young Avengers. That's I like that cover. more than I like the X Men. Okay, that's all I wanted. See, just a few okay. little repartees here. I'm not letting you go that easy. <laughs> I don't care what time you have to get up. Okay, I get up just as early as you do. I'm not saying you don't. And you look like you don't need as much booty rest as I do. Oh, I'm gorgeous. I know. So you don't. So you're good to go. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so I guess we're getting our fill of Thanksgiving then. Uh, yes, directed, we are. 
directed by Eli Roth, starring Patrick Dempsey, Addison Ray, Milo Mannheim, Gina Gershon, and really a bunch of young people who I have no idea who the hell they are. And you don't need to. No, not You're really. I, I could. All right. Um, first of all, this movie was ridiculous, but I had fun with it. Uh, I, I don't think it really set up any good red herrings or anything. I think this is one you could definitely figure out who the killer is just by looking at the cast list. So when the killer was, when the killer was revealed to be probably the biggest name actor in the movie, didn't shock me at all. But the kills were fun. I I think the kills were entertaining. Uh, uh, My favorite was probably the very first one where he dunked the lady in the cold water and put her on the freezer door to let her stick. I thought that was clever and entertaining. I'm not a big Eli Roth fan. I, I don't really like, I don't think I've liked any of his movies before. Knock, knock. I've never seen knock, knock, but not a fan of hostile, not a fan of uh cabin fever or uh what was the other one? Uh, House with the clock on the walls, green and Oh, wow. come on. That's John. That's Jack Black and Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. And uh, Kate Blanchett. Sorry, Kate Blanchett. I, I just, uh, Eli I've Roth just it. isn't for me. Uh, but this is probably his, the movie of his I've liked the most. And even at this, I, I give it two and a half out, 2.5 out of five. It, it was fun. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's going to go down as like a classic horror film like Halloween or something. Hold on. Park this up. I agree with you. The kills are fun. I mean, there are just so many freaking characters in this film. I can't tell you who the hell is who. Like, I got to the point. I'm like, do I need to know any of your names? Because I just don't care. I mean, you're all going to eventually die. At least I presume you are. But I had fun. I like the costuming. You know me and slashers. Oh, by the way, I had no idea this movie was about when it started. Oh, really? You know me. I don't watch previews. So I'm like, Thanksgiving. I go, oh, crap. Is this going to be some slow drama? That's what I was thinking. See, I just go by the titles. I'm like, oh, this is a horror movie? It took me a couple of minutes to figure out what was going on because you know me. I have no idea. So I see Patrick Dempsey. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, is this a horror movie? This looks like it's going to be a horror movie. Oh, crap, it is. Sweet. So just wanted you guys to know. I thought the opening scene was kind of strange doing the whole shopping mall. I mean, finishing the movie, I understand the opening scene now. But I was kind of like, where are they going with this? With those guys' dicks parking the... Handicap parking, they go in early because her mom owns the store, and she, and I'm like, oh, they knocked off Gina Gershon quite early. Oh, okay. One year later, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I was just kind of weird. That whole opening scene, I thought, kind of took me out of the movie a bit. Mm-hmm. I understand why it's there by finishing the movie, but I found the first opening scene, it's like, what is going on? And then, obviously, I you start figuring things out. I thought the kills I agree with you were fun. I had a good time. But, I mean, I, the woman getting baked I thought was good. I quite enjoyed that. The thermometer popping was good. 
But what I didn't realize was I was listening, reading something on this that this was in the Grindhouse movies. This was a, yes. one of those. I had no idea of that. I mean, I saw that so long ago. I remember Machete is what all I remember. So I think there's only one movie left, the Rob Zombie movie, to make from those. They made all of them now, but one. Uh, also, the Edgar Wright, the Edgar Wrights don't. He did that oh. trailer. So we have two left to be made. So let's go back. I think the kill. I mean, I guess the killer is pretty obvious who it is, but I didn't care. I mean, I did figure it out by the time they got there, but I was like, he was, it was the only logical person to me to yeah. be it. But the thing is, I wanted to know why. That was the one thing I could not figure out was how then and they showed me the wall and I'm like, oh, really? Jada Kishan looks a little old to be having a baby, but okay. <laughs> like I, that was the one thing that went through my mind. I'm like, oh. And then when they ripped off the ending for My Body Valentine, as soon as I saw the firefighters go in, I'm like, oh, it's My Body Valentine ending coming up. I thought that was a little thing. I, I, I think this is just mindless fun. Yes. And then I saw it directed by Eli Roth. I'm like, eh, no wonder I didn't really like it. I just <laughs> thought it was just okay. Kills are fun. There's going to be a sequel guaranteed. I'm pretty sure we're getting a sequel to this. I think it made enough money. I think they announced that he's working on a screenplay for of the sequel. Of course he is. So two years from now, probably, maybe next year. Who knows? Um, I mean, my argument is, should I tell you to watch this? I don't know. It's watchable, mm-hmm. but it, it wouldn't be something I would recommend to somebody, if that makes maybe, sense. Maybe what, if you're in college, watch it around Thanksgiving break with a bunch of friends and a bunch of beer. Yeah, like maybe just drink as you go. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was just having some basic issues. that I, I wasn't saying I was bored. I just felt it didn't have enough depth for me in a horse slasher. Does slasher need depth? Yes, it does. Jason films, some of them do have depth. And they have interesting <laughs> characters. I find all these characters very bland. I'm not saying they're cookie cutter because I think they all have distinct personalities. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. And I do have a little bit of issue. I used to get into places so quickly. Like the passport one, like he just sort of walks in and knocks the guy off. Yes. Like, okay, but he wants to feed the cat because that's important <laughs> to feed the cat. Uh, like I said, Thanksgiving is, is, is kind of watchable. I can't pass it, but... Some people may like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think probably my biggest issue uh, was the character Mitch, the uh, Gina Gershon's husband. He just disappears. If, I think he, Eli Roth wanted him to be a red herring, but he but wasn't he, in the movie enough to be a red herring. No, I th- I thought it was him, but then we see the killer. I'm like, oh, God, that guy's way too fat mm-hmm. to be the killer. And then I thought it was one of the teens. It's going to be the killer. Maybe the the black uh, guy who goes by Scuba. Yes. I thought maybe it was Scuba. I'm like, okay, because he's upset about something. But I think that's probably because we just watched another movie that had the black guy as a killer. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Yes. I forgot so, about that movie. <laughs> uh, so I know it was pretty – but I was thinking that. But I'm like, all these characters are so bland. I have no idea. Although I, I will – this has absolutely nothing to do with anything, but there was a character named Doug in this movie, the guy who got uh, crushed by the doors in the beginning, the yes. security guy. Yes. And uh, there was a character named Ryan 
and that's my brother's name. So this movie had characters named uh, for me and my brother. Does Ryan live? Uh, Doug dies. Doug dies. Ryan, I, I think Ryan was the uh, the boyfriend, the oh, current boy, the current boyfriend. Oh, of he the, lives. Of the, the, the nice yeah. guy. Yes. The nice guy. Yes. <laughs> okay, moving on because Doug <laughs> needs to get up early. I do. Well, next we have Anatomy of a Fall, uh, directed by Justine Triette, starring Sandra Huller, Swan R. Our Lord and Milo Mercado Grainer. Wow. I want to thank you right now for putting this on the list. Okay. This movie went right off my radar. I saw it came out. <laughs> I remember looking at who was in. I'm like, I'm not going to watch that. I don't know any of these people. And then I listened, I even listened to a couple podcasts about it. And they said it was really good. That's not, I'm like, eh, I'll get to it one day. And then it popped up on your list. I'm like, Oh my God, I was going to watch this on Christmas break. It was on my list. I'm like, ah, I'll watch. Oh my God, this thing is phenomenal. Absolutely riveting. The first 10 minutes, I was kind of like, I don't know where this is going. And then I just started getting into it and into it. And every time somebody would talk in the court case, I was like, What's going on? What's going And my brain is just spinning. I'm riveted by this acting. I have so many theories why I was watching it in my head. That little kid needs a shot in the head from somebody. Somebody needs to plow that little pain in the ass. Absolutely love the set. I'm not even going on about set design. Just the acting and writing is so good on this. It's probably the best courtroom movie I've seen in years. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. I cannot believe how much emotion I got wanting to punch out the prosecutor. What a dick. <laughs> what an absolute dick, the prosecutor. And I find the defense attorney's just as much as a dick. Yeah. And I like her. And I like her, too. And I, I, and I really enjoyed her relationships with everybody. And, I mean, she has so much heavy lifting to do. She's awesome. I, I spell Oscar. Voting. I'm not sure I'm going to pick her, but definitely on my list for this film. She does all the heavy lifting. I'm fascinated by the questions they ask. I'm fascinated by her answers. I like she says, hold on, I need to switch to English, which you never see in movies. And just the way she seems so real throughout the film. I did not want this to end. I really didn't. But I'm like, oh, my God, this two and a half hours took me but. The finish. I'm like, I I love this film. Absolutely blew me away. I have no complaints. And I love how it kept giving me background on things I needed to know. As I needed to know them, it laid it out for me. So, and just things like that. I My favorite scene, it's a nothing scene, when she discussed lifting part of his book to her book. And the commentator's going nuts. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. And even the end of the movie I loved, because I had no idea what the end was going to be. I don't think there's any tell to tell you what the end of this movie is going to be, and I'm not ruining it. No, uh, I I will say that the director did not tell her if her character was innocent or guilty, just to play it as if she believes she is innocent. And, yeah, I'll... 
go off what you said. I, I love this movie. I, I think the performances across the board were fantastic. And the writing was absolutely brilliant. I, I love that, that to make her more of an outsider, she is a German married to a Frenchman, but they met at school in England. So the only thing they had in common was English. So she's a German living in France who doesn't speak French, but does speak English, which makes her even more of an outsider in France. I, I, I love that aspect of this story. Um, I, I think this movie is just brilliant at showing if you take any particular moment out of any person's life, it can be put in a horrible light. Uh, you might not be a bad person, but at that one moment, you seem like you're a really bad person. Uh, and I think that works for both her and her husband in the scene that was recorded. I, I think they both show they have emotional issues to work through. Um, I, I really love this movie. Uh, I, I don't know if I want to, I, I guess I'll ask it. Do you think she was innocent or guilty? I'm not going to answer that. I think you people got to decide. Okay. A, do you want me to answer it? I really will. I, I want your opinion. I'm, I'm just asking for your I've opinion. Not I struggled if. with this. I think I'm going with guilty. I okay. hate to say that, but, but I was thinking he didn't have a harness on and he does that all the time. So that convinced me he she was innocent. And I came to the end going, I, I honestly don't know. Okay. Did the court convince me she was innocent? Yes. <laughs> In my mind was she? I'm saying no, if that makes sense. Okay. Because I, I really think she was guilty. I, I don't know. I think she went up there to speak to him. And I think maybe she tripped. Maybe he tripped or startled her. And he fell. But I think she was more involved than she said she was. Okay, I see. I'm the opposite. I think she was innocent. I think he, I think he, obviously has some mental things to work through. I think I could see him throwing himself from the window like that. But that's just me. That's you know, and that's, that's what you. I love. That's what I love about this movie. It doesn't give you no, and I don't want percent answer. I don't want that answer. I agree. I, I think it would that's take the away too choice. much from the movie. Mm -hmm. So obviously, thumbs up. I'd give this a five stars right here. here oh yeah, go. boom. Here are your five. Yeah, I, my, I, I like to grade on ten scale. I give this a okay. solid eight. Okay, I, I went five out of five on this one. I, I think this was brilliant. See, that it means did... I have to give it a ten out of ten, and I'm okay. not doing that. Okay, I'd it give it an eight the... or a nine. Palm it won the Palm d'Or. Yes, uh, I saw that. I did do some reading. I told okay. you. I felt bad that I had done some reading <laughs> on a movie. So I kind of knew it. Oh, back to your point. I want to say I thought it was fascinating that they had English in common. And <laughs> she discussed that a lot. And I'm like, you know what? I, I get that. I mean, they're European. People do speak more than one language. <laughs> and they spoke English. And I had no issues with that. Yeah. I, I thought it, I thought I, – I think this movie – 
it, it's also just a good old-fashioned courtroom drama. You don't yes. get a lot of those nowadays. So we'll go from a French uh, courtroom drama to an all-American courtroom drama yes. with the Kane Mutiny Court Martial. Uh, the last feature film directed by William Friedkin before his passing. Uh, this one stars Kiefer Sutherland, Jason Clark, Jake Lacey, Monica Raymond, and Lance Reddick in his final performance before he passed away as well. I did know uh, Lance Reddick. Yes. Uh, I guess since you started the last one, I'll start here. I'll say I love the Humphrey Bogart version of this movie uh that was just called uh the cane mutiny i think that movie is brilliant uh this one is 100 percent a play on screen uh i think there's three locations maybe there's the hallway outside of the uh courtroom the actual courtroom and then at the end there there's that uh bar slash restaurant uh so this is play on television. Uh, fortunately, all the actors, I, I think, are fantastic. I think they do their job amiably. Uh, it just didn't really hold any surprises for me because I had seen the original film before. Uh, that one actually does go outside the courtroom, so you get to see Queeg, uh counting the scoops of strawberries and stuff. Uh and I love Bogart's performance in that. Kiefer Sutherland was good. Uh, not my favorite performance by him. Uh, I'm still a Jack Bauer fan from 24. Uh, and this movie was good until that very last scene. I absolutely detested that scene. Uh, Which one? The scene in the restaurant where Jason yes. Clark was saying, uh, I ended a good man's career. No, you didn't. Queeg was insane. I do not want Queeg in charge of ships in the Navy. Uh, if that's the kind of person in the military that they have, somebody who will spend days, possibly a week, investigating disappearing strawberries or cheese, that that's not good. I, I don't think you ended a good man's career. Call me woke or whatever. I think... I think he was harassing his men. I, I think that's uncalled for. I think William Friedkin wanted to have his own Colonel Jessup. He he wanted to make that kind of character from A Few Good Men. And I don't think Quig is the person to do that. Um, I was enjoying the movie up until that last scene. I, I think that last scene just took everything out of the movie for me. Uh, I ended up only giving it 1.5 stars out of five. I, I That ending really turned me off. Oh, good. I'm glad you hated this just as much as I did. I, I didn't find it interesting. I'm like, okay, do something different. I I mean, I watched this right after Anatomy of a Fall. I finished Anatomy of a Fall. This was my <laughs> next movie. Probably not a good... No, I lied. Killer was in between these two. Okay. But I sat there going, this is... Oh, do something. I found us watching the same shot over and over and over again with just different actors. I'm like, I don't find this interesting. I just want to kick Queen in the nuts. He's nuts. Completely insane. Counting strawberries and not giving people water. And I was like, you're an idiot. I have no idea what you're supposed to be doing, but you're not doing your job. From what I'm hearing, you should be fired and shot. 
problem solved. Like, I just don't care. And the whole time I'm thinking, hmm, wonder what Jack Bauer's doing right now. Is he making a return to a new TV series? Because I'm not finding this interesting. I think Freakin just liked the story and wanted to do his own version, which is fine. I'll give him that. But it just did nothing for me. Nothing wrong with the acting. I had no issues. I just didn't care. I'm like, I've seen this before. I like the Mel Gibson one a lot better. Mel Gibson did a version? I think he did. Maybe I'm wrong. Pretty sure he did. Okay. You can check. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Didn't Mel Gibson do a version of this? Now I, I gotta look this up. You know. look it up and I will continue. Uh, the end scene okay. was just dumb. I'm like, oh my God, just end this already. I don't need this scene. I really don't. What was Anthony Hopkins did one? Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. I think I there, there was a, I think there was a TV movie. I guess this was a TV movie too, but uh, I think there was one in between Humphrey Bogart and this there one. Is. I just, I've I don't it. know what it was off the top of my head. I have seen it. Then, if that's the one with Gibson, I have seen it. You weren't here when we did a whole Mel Gibson retrospect, and I watched every Mel Gibson movie from the beginning. So I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. It doesn't matter. Move on, Doug. If I'm wrong, they can right. send me emails at extrafeatures at gmail.com. I'll guarantee I get them because I get all the emails. Nobody <laughs> sends me any. I don't care. All right. Well, our next movie is The Killer, the latest film from David Fincher starring Mike Glassbender, Arliss Howard, Charles Parnell, and Tilda Swinton. Is so it I my turn? You go first. Oh. Yes. Dude, thank you. It's Fincher. Oh my, it just, it's, it's like coming home to Santa. Thank you, Santa. Thank you for this present. This is what I wanted. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Santa. It's everything I love in a movie. It looks like he fucking worked his magic. Set design. Perfect. Lighting. Perfect. Attitude of the lead character. Perfect. Shots across a building, looking into another tower. Perfect. Oh, my God, Doug. This was just like a buffet of insanity for me. Everything I could want in a in a movie, Fincher movie, is here. I, I, I love this character. I know it's based on a French comic. I've never read it, so I didn't know anything about this. I, I fell in love with this movie more and more. I felt like I was on a date. It just sucked me in. As he would go, sucked me in. I love how much work in detail is this on. Every little thing he does is detail. Now, do I think the killer is normal? Not in any way. But I love the way thing. I love the lawyer thing, and he brings in the big green dog, drops him in. You know that chick is dead. I know she's going to get it. And he breaks her. I'm just like, I can't tell you how much I love this film. I, there, I can find no flaws in this film because I enjoyed it so much. Now, I have friends that tell me it's boring. I disagree. I'm like, you don't get Fincher. This is what Fincher does best. So it's an upper world that doesn't exist and sucks you in beautifully. I love the scene with Tilda Swinton. Oh, my God. When she just <clears> talks and he sits there discussing food and offers it to him. I thought that was a little strange for him being what he is, but going to see Tilda Swinton in there, 
Mm-hmm. But I think if you just took her out, I'd be missing that. That scene just sucked me in so bad. Mm-hmm. That Tilda Swinton film just went. And I love the ending that, that, you know, he does set it up for part two, which I don't think is ever going to happen, nor do I want it. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I love the locations. Everything felt very real to me, very convincing that this could have happened. So yeah. I will give this movie a five right now. Before you even talk, I will give this a five. I guarantee this will be on my top ten list. I absolutely love this film. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think this film is really, really good. Fincher is hit or miss with me. Not with this, me. The, this one's definitely one of the hits. Uh, I will say the misses were like Mank. Uh, I didn't I love like, Mank. You know I love Mank too. I, I did not like Benjamin Button. Okay, uh, I did not like Benjamin Buttons. I love the, the game. game. I think is kind of eh, <laughs> but uh, but this one I like a lot. Um, Michael Fassbender, he is usually the best thing in a bad movie, so it's nice to see him being a really good actor in a really good movie. I think it's a nice change of pace to see from Fassbender. Um, yeah, the one scene you didn't mention that I love, I, I love the Tilda Swinton scene. That fight scene with the guy and the dog. Oh, that was that's so, amazing. That was so brutal. It was so beautifully shot. The, it, that's it. it. Was great. The lighting yeah. was perfect. I couldn't want more for that shot because I don't want it bright. I want it <laughs> dark and guttural, and I want to feel the pain that people characters at. When they get hit <laughs> with things, I'm like, ow, that looked like it hurt. Everything's yes. so real in a Fincher film. That's why I love Fincher. Yes. I, I, I'm sorry, people. If you don't get this movie, then you're listening to the wrong show. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. This is a show for guys that love movies or people. Maybe that's a guy, anyone that loves movies and wants to hear me bitch. I complain about everything. <laughs> no complaints on the killer. I, 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 yeah, I gave it four out of five. I, I think it's I a give really it a solid five. Really good movie. Not giving okay. it a 10, solid nice. five. I give it a eight and a half, nine. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do you have anything else to say, or should we move on to uh, uh, the Indian Runner? Oh, I have lots more to say about the Indian Runner. Okay. All right. The Indian Runner, uh, 1991, directed by Sean Penn, starring David Morse and Vigo Morton. Sean Penn directed this? Yeah, it's his uh, directorial debut. I didn't. I must. I didn't see the director. I must have missed that. Um, I'll go first since I know you said you had a lot to say about it. I, I this, do. This movie had a lot going for it for me. I love David Morse. He's one of my favorite character actors. This is the only time he's been number one in a film. This is the only time he's been the lead. Uh, the story is based on a song by Bruce Springsteen. Unfortunately, I just found this movie pretty slow. Uh, I had the problem where all the characters didn't speak at a normal cadence. They just spoke very slowly to get through things. Um, the acting was all fine. A standout for me, I think, was Charles Bronson. He wasn't in it a lot, but the few scenes he had, I thought Charles Bronson was actually really good. He... Definitely not the typical tough guy, Charles Bronson, death wish you'd see. 
him as the father of uh, David Morrison, Viggo Mortensen. I, th- I thought he was actually a really good actor in this movie. Unfortunately, I just kind of found it slow and boring. I I expected to like it so much more than I did. I ended up giving it a two out of five. Oh, good. I feel better. I thought you were going to come in and tell me how much you <laughs> love this film. I was about to go nuts. I try. I love David Morris. <laughs> David Morris is one of the scariest people I've ever seen on movies, usually. He is so good at intensity. He's like a Michael Shannon, but I think he's at the next level. I started this off. I was like, okay, where's this going? It's got a little family story. I'm like, it's kind of a little slow, but that's okay. And then he goes to meet his brother, and then his brother screws off on him. I'm like, oh, okay. Then we pick up Patricia Arquette, which... It's probably the most interesting character in this film, I thought, was her. But we don't spend enough time with her okay. doing anything of interest for me. I find this film, Vigo, I just, I think he's just corrupt, like insane. He doesn't really do a lot for me. I mean, is he a good actor? Yes. I think he does a very good job, but he just, I don't find his character interesting. I think we've seen it too many times and just like, eh, okay. Okay, so you're just going to be a dick to your brother the whole film. Okay, I got it. Be a dick to your brother. Got it. I just don't care about his character in any way. Um, I got, I found the, the, the wife that has nothing to do. She's literally just there. And I'm kind of like, okay. Uh, Charles Bronson was good when he showed up. I thought he had something to say, which is, was nice in this film. But, and I, and what was up with the pig lady? That was driving me nuts. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, that went nowhere. I thought maybe he would go see the pig lady at the beat the pig. No, nope. mm-hmm. that goes nowhere at all. Yeah, and then the whole thing with him shooting the guy in the beginning, that didn't, I don't know. It just, it was slow. It was just too slow for me. Well, I think we find that with Sean Penn movies, mm-hmm. that they're slow normally. At least I find his movies always slow. So this was just like, eh. I think the only other movie of his that he directed that I've seen is, uh, what was that Death Row one? Murder? Not Murder. Yes, first. I've seen it. I have seen it. Like, I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah, I, I Am that, Sam? No, he I have like, not uh, seen that one. Doesn't matter. I just, yeah. I feel the same way you do. This film is too slow for what it needs to be. Can we discuss the end? I just, people do not watch this film unless you're bored. It's boring. Was there a point to the end of this? It, it's the ending of the Bruce Springsteen song. It, it's literally the brother watches the other brother drive away down to. I, there's a line in the song what about seeing song the headlights. Uh, Highway Patrolman on the album Nebraska. Okay, thank you. So maybe I should listen to that song. Maybe that will help me a bit more. But I thought the end of this was dumb. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he lets his brother go, and that's it. Well, was he ever going to stop his brother? Let's be honest. I don't think so. I don't think any interest in stopping his brother from doing anything. No. I, I think he wanted to be him to be there for his son. I don't know what it is in the end of the kid. Yeah, I, I will be honest. I I was dozing by the end of this movie. Oh, yeah, I, I, I was half in, half out. Night. Mm-hmm. Just telling you, this is what I had to finish. 
okay. was this one and one more I had to finish. <laughs> so I finished this one last two nights ago. I finished this one. That's what we couldn't record. So people know we did try to record earlier, okay. but I wasn't ready. I, this one killed me. I started on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I was about an hour in. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I, yeah. I need a break. Yeah. And literally, I, I watched an episode of The Love Boat, because I'm a huge Love Boat fan. Uh, as you know, <laughs> I watched The Love Boat over this. Nice. I found that more interesting. Okay. <laughs> I'm on season four of The Love Boat, if anybody cares. I'm probably not. No, maybe I'll watch Harley Quinn. I might have given up to watch Harley Quinn. Okay. Because that, I find that show too funny not to watch. <laughs> So, yeah, I think the internet was a big pile of crap. I think I gave it a 1, maybe a 1. 1.5. I Just think I gave it un- 2. Interesting. Sean Penn, to me, is not a good director. Mm-hmm. There's never liked anything he's done. I really don't like him as an actor that much either. I enjoy some of his roles. Some some of his acting I, I really enjoy. Uh, trying to, I, I liked him in Milk. I liked... Uh, Milk was excellent. Milk. I, I love him in uh not dazed and confused uh what it, uh the high school movie that he's in crap fast um, times yes fast times at Richmond High not bad boys when he has the big fight scene with the cans and the pillowcase I, I don't think I've seen bad boys oh I watched I bad boys when it came out man that was like a big film for me and my buddies to watch was okay. bad boys not that it really matters <laughs> oh I do have a Sean Penn story if anybody cares so. We're at the, Sean Penn's at the film festival. This is ages ago. I can't remember what movie. And it was, he was dating Madonna at the time. So my buddies go, Simon, Simon, Sean Penn's in the lobby. I'm like, and what? You got to go ask him for an autograph. I'm like, why me? Because he had just punched out the photographer the week earlier. So (laughs) they're like, well, it's three women and me. They're like, you got to go. So I'm like, um, hi, can you sign this? He signed, no problem. And I just sort of walked away quietly. And they <laughs> came in right afterwards and got him. And I think I met him a few years later. So I have two 8 by 10 signed by Sean Pat. Nice. But he is not the easiest person to get an autograph from, I will tell you. He will not do it in a crowd. Mm-hmm. Like he, I've seen him at premieres. He just walks in. He does not sign anything at all. So... I do have two Sean Penns. Maybe one of these days I'll pull something out and show it on screen. But yeah, okay. I met Sean Penn twice. I have two eight by ten signed by Sean Penn, but not an easy. I'm not saying he doesn't sign. I'm just saying he's. I wouldn't say he's friendly. Okay. I like he'll do it, but it's got to be low key, quiet, and mm-hmm. he'll wander off. That's my Sean Penn story. I thought you'd find okay. that funny. All right. Literally the week after he punched out a photographer. It's nice. That's so. That's the <laughs> reference when I met him. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, we can now start discussing a Kentucky Fried movie, yes. uh, 1977, directed by John Landis. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, John Landis directed. I had no idea. Uh, guest appearances by Bill Bixby, George Lazenby, Donald Sutherland, and then really just a bunch of guys who. Would go on to direct Airplane, uh, one of the all-time oh, greatest movies ever. Oh, this is pre-Airplane. Yes. Uh, I was trying to figure out if this was pre-Airplane or not. I, I will – I'll give a little story as to why I picked this movie. Um, I just read a book, uh, um, Oral History of Airplane, 
that was uh, basically it's just a book length interview with uh, Zucker, Abram Zucker, uh, but it also has snippets from everybody involved in the movie. Uh, Robert Hayes, everyone, uh, even if they're not alive, like Lloyd Bridges isn't alive, but they interview Bo Bridges and they interview Jeff Bridges. So it's a fantastic book. Um, but a lot of the book is dedicated to Kentucky Fried Movie because oh. that was the first film that Zucker Abram Zucker did. Uh, they had a troupe in Minnesota they called Kentucky Fried Theater. So this was a movie based on a lot of the skits they did live on stage. Uh, it was how they kind of their proof of concept to go ahead and get the funding to make Airplane down the line. Uh, but they hired John Landis to direct it because they knew nothing about directing. Uh, I know it's your turn to go first, but I've already started, so I'll just go if that's okay with you. It's okay. It's fine. You're doing a great job. Okay. You're filling me in on a lot of things. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I when I read the book, I had not seen this movie since high school. I remember watching this movie for the first time in high school at a sleepover, and we had gone to the video store to rent a movie. Right um, the video store you worked at? Yes, before I worked there. I was younger. Okay. <clears throat> but we found this movie called Kentucky Fried Movie by the guys who did Aeroplane. We had to watch it. So we went home. When we watched it that night, it felt like contraband watching this movie. I could see uh, that. I, I the, totally believe you. The Catholic high school girls in trouble scene that was like, oh my God, I, I hope my parents don't walk in while this scene is on. Uh, it, it blew my mind. It was the most raunchy thing I had seen at that, that time. Uh, watching it again today, does it hold up? Some scenes, yes. Some scenes, no. But it just reactivated my mind. I remembered my teenage self watching this movie for the first time. And the stuff that made me laugh back then still makes me laugh. Um, the Big Jim Slade. I love the Big Jim Slade. When he bursts in the door and his music starts playing. Just, I, I don't know, I... It's not a good movie. It's not as good as Airplane or Naked Gun or Top Secret, but it does have its moments. I I, I ended up giving this a 2.5 out of 5 uh, for nostalgia's sake and just because some of the funny stuff is still really funny to me. Okay. Just want to back up a bit. I started this movie. I liked the new scene. I thought that was okay. The gorilla scene I thought was quite funny. <laughs> Now, oh, we're uh, sitting there watching. Uh, I have a, oh, remind sorry. me when you're done. I have another, I, I have something to say about that gorilla scene. Okay, go ahead now. It's all right. Okay. Uh, the person in the gorilla suit is actually Rick Baker. Really? That, that gorilla suit would later be used in the King Kong remake from the 70s. Yes. Rick Baker, Rick Baker used this movie as proof of concept to make King Kong in the seventies. That's funny. Like the, the, uh, I forget who put it out, but they didn't know who to hire for makeup. So Rick Baker said, here, this is what I did. This is the suit I will use. Watch this. And so that's 
actually King Kong. In That's funny. Okay. So we continue on. I didn't like the next short. And I find some of those, this reminds me of Monty Python, now something for completely different. So that Catholic school seat, I'm sitting there. My wife is in the other room on the computer. I'm like, please do not come in. Please do not ask me what I'm watching. I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. And I hear my daughter walking around upstairs, like, getting ready to pause. On pauses on my head and getting ready to click a button to change channels. I'm going, what is Doug making me watch? And that scene, it still holds up. It's pretty raunchy today. I will say that. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, they are really going for that teenage boy crowd right now. That is exactly what they want. I got that throughout the movie. I really did not find this funny. I tried hard to like it. Nothing I thought was very interesting. I think they tried. I'm like, oh, George has me. He actually worked besides Bond. This is when he <laughs> showed up. Um, I did recognize Bill Bixby. I, I thought the end scene was like, really? We're, we're going here again? Oh, with, with the newscasters what watching was the couple? So bizarre. I'm oh, like, I thought that was hysterical. I, I, I see. <laughs> I think we have different humor levels at that point. I, I did. I tried hard. I, I didn't mind a couple of the skits, but nothing really. I found mostly kind of dull for me. Okay. And I'm like, these are the guys that directed Airplane? This is not funny to me. Airplane is a work of genius. <laughs> Naked God, genius. Oh, I have a David Zucker story if you want one. Go for it. I didn't, I, this is my friend's story, not mine. I apologize. I, David Zucker was in Montreal this past year. I didn't get to meet him because he was there the day before I showed up. So I asked my buddy, Hey, can you get me a photo signed? I know you're getting your audience. Yeah, no problem. I'll get it signed for you. So he goes up to Zucker, hands him a photo. He signs it. He goes and gets him a sign in a second one. He goes, Oh, this one's better looking than the one before. Exactly the same photo. So I do have a David Zucker photo. I'm pissed I didn't get to meet him because I would have just gone, gone on about Naked God in the airplane to the point he's like, please, somebody take <laughs> So that's it. Um, Kentucky Fried Movie, I, I just did not get into it at any time. Okay. But I think if I was 13, 14, 15, I would love this movie. Yeah, that, that that's around the age I was. I, I totally get what you're saying. But yeah, hopefully my parents won't walk in. I was thinking my wife. <laughs> Would not walk in. I mean, I'm doing nothing wrong, but I, I I couldn't handle that. I'm sitting there. She's in the next room. I'm like, oh my god, what am I doing? And then it it keeps going. I'm like, this needs to end now. I can't have this on the TV. So if all the times I watch a movie in my living room, usually I watch them in the basement by myself. I was tired. I didn't want to go downstairs. I'm like, I was watching upstairs. I'm like, oh my god. What is Doug giving me? So there you go, people. I almost got embarrassed as an old man watching this. I'm like, this is inappropriate. I should not be watching this. So there's my story. I know you'd find that funny, but I had to tell you. I almost texted that to you. I'm like, no, I have to hold this story till I see him because he'll love it. I I have to give this a retroactive extra point then. I got to give this movie 3.5 out of 5. I knew you would love that story. (laughs) I figured you'd be dying if I told you that story. (laughs) I'm like, really, Doug? Really? Thanks, Doug. Well, like I said, it 
it was a teenage movie for me. It was something it was. I, I saw get it. Thank young. you for making me watch it. I'd never seen it. So Okay. <laughs> All right. So now we're on to Simon's Choice, our final movie. Uh, I asked Simon to pick from a, a bunch of Spike Lee movies. No, Simon you picked said, two movies, Do the Right Thing and... Malcolm X. Which I've seen both. So I said, can we pick a third one I haven't seen? Because I haven't seen the lot of Spike's catalog. Okay. So, so we went with Crooklyn. Uh, well, you gave my... me the option of Crooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's the only one I hadn't seen. So I said, let's do Crooklyn because I want to, okay. it's different. Yeah. Uh, so this is 1994 starring Alfre Wool, Wool, Woodward, Woodard, excuse me, Delroy Lindo, Spike Lee himself, and Zelda Harris. Uh, this is the movie he made after Malcolm X. So what oh. did you think? Um, I, I don't want to start this. I like this movie. Okay. But I don't love this movie. I just feel it never rises above, oh, it's okay. I like the scenes. I liked everybody in it. I thought it was well acted. I thought it was well shot. But I just never felt it gave me what I wanted. Don't ask me. I don't know what I was looking for. But I know it wasn't here. I love the family dynamics. I love the kids. I feel I felt a lot of movement inside me when he, she went to go visit Auntie. I think it's her aunt. Yes. I thought that was interesting, and I didn't like what the aunt did to her. I'm kind of like she was kind of take the blackness out of her. I think at times, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that kind of upset me. You know what I mean? That she went, had to take her hair out. I'm like, what are you doing? That's not who this character is. And then obviously she goes back. I, I just thought it was good. I never thought it rose above good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was well acted. I thought it was well written. I just didn't like the conflicts. I didn't think there were enough problems for them to solve or anything. But maybe I'm not supposed to feel that. Maybe it's supposed to just be a family movie. Yeah. Like one of those feel-good family movies. And that's what it's supposed to be. I got that. Yeah, I I think it honestly is. This is a very autobiographical movie for Spike Lee. Uh, Is that his family life? Yeah, it's actually written by Spike, his brother, and his sister. So Uh, is he the one that wants to watch basketball all the time? I think so. That that would make the most sense, yes. Well, he's always going on about the uh, And and the, the... sister the main character that's his sister who wrote the movie okay that, that explains a lot so to it's me her now. story <laughs> so that's what i mean i yeah, but, say, but i agree with you <laughs> wow that's weird and you saw this yeah, today I, I, I think it's, it's like solid said, but it's just it, it's not enough good, but it's not it's not Malcolm X. It's not do the no. right thing. It's not on that level. I don't think it's supposed uh, but it to is be good. That. I, I I do like some of the things he does. Like uh, he used a different lens when he was shooting down south. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. To kind of make it to make it feel different than the city. To make it feel a little more alien than the. Uh, the environments that she's used to. Um, I, I think I got really uncomfortable watching the group of kids uh, chase after that cat. I thought that cat was going to get picked up and spun around by its tail. I, I got nervous. Why am I, uh, am I going to see some animal abuse here? But uh, 
but there wasn't anything like that. But uh, I, but yeah, I, I I do think it's good, but not great. I think it's weird the guy that lived downstairs was the biggest conflict. I mean, that obviously did happen then. Yeah, and and those the parents were Spike Lee's parents, a teacher and a musician. And oh, okay, I didn't know yes. that. See, yeah. I know nothing about Spike Lee. I will be honest, very little about the man. Yeah, th- and that's this my one fault, is, not his. This is very autobiographical. Okay, well, that makes life. sense in watching the movie. So I did get out of it. I was supposed to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Doug, for allowing me to choose a film not in your list. Okay. And I know this is the time of the show when I tell you people what I bought, but it's in my garage. So maybe next okay. time, but it's closer now. It's closer got, to the computer. But, oh, you bought something. So go I, got th- I got three things quickly. Let's see if I've seen them. Probably I'm not. sure Some you have. Criterion sale Doug doesn't tell me about as usual. Uh, let's see. I got Barbarella in 4K. I have seen Barbarella. And they're remaking it. Oh, that's right. They are. Uh, let's see. Black Hat, the Michael Mann movie for you the first time on Blu-ray. Anytime you want. And then this one, I'd be surprised if you've seen. It's called Messiah of Evil. It's a 70s horror film. Never heard of it. All right. So two out of three, that's 66%. I'll take that. So, Doug, thank you for your time tonight. I know you have to get up early, and even earlier than I do, which is quite impressive. So if they make it... We will watch it and then make some... I'm embarrassed.